Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me is a man that I dare say may love dumplings too much. Huh? Demarcus Heller. (laughs) Hey, what's going on, Doc? Ah, man, you love those dumplings. I saw, you know, I saw I saw you posting a little dumpling picture there before the workout the other day. Oh, yeah, that was my pre-workout. I had to have the, the chicken dumplings as a pre-workout. You're getting a little addicted to those, man. Getting a little, <laughs> a little addicted. I'm, get, I'm getting worried. If you, if you start eating them twice a day, I'm going to I'm going to start I'm going to call somebody for an intervention. It's going to happen. That's a fact. All right. So uh, let me let me let me tell you with those dumplings, I, okay. I ordered like six trays of them. And oh, it's on. like six per tray, and yeah, thirty six. I told him, yeah, I had to, I had to demolish all of them, Doc. At once, thirty six. Wow. I have before, not yesterday though. Like this was oh, okay. probably two okay. days ago. I ate like thirty six uh, at once. That's a, that's a lot of dumplings, man. It's, oh yeah. That it was did a lot you go of dumping. And, did you Ew. take a Did you take a nap after that? I oh comatose. Yeah, yeah, that that give you the itis hard. That'll that'll Whole take you long. down. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, well, Demarcus, I uh, as you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a news hound. Word. I've got some news I want to talk about. Uh, what's um, going on? It's not really serious news. We'll save that for rip from the headlines. You know that's the serious news. So true. But right, right. Yeah, as we were talking about before we came on the air, talking about the Switch, I like to keep keep up with what the kids are doing these days. You know, I like I like to get the general tea. That's what the kids say. The tea, you know. Mm -hmm. I say stay up with the gossip. Nope. I I want to talk about a trend that I've noticed happening on social media. It's interesting, Mm. and. It's a it's a trend regarding gender equality, uh, Demarcus, mm-hmm. and it, it's not gender equality like in the way it should be in a good way, but in a way, it's gender equality. Uh, you'll right. see what I mean here in a second. And uh, mm-hmm. this trend that I'm referring to is the trend of pretty dudes. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Pretty dudes. You heard me right, Demarcus. I'm talking about just good-looking dudes. Word. Just being right, on right. social media. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've always, as a, as a uh, uh, an organism, as a uh, society, we, mm-hmm. you know, have always appreciated ladies for their beauty, you know? That's a thing. That's a fact. You know, right, right. It, it's all it's always been pushed, you know, and like, I mean, like in the 60s, you had the model Twiggy in the 70s. You had Cheryl Teagues and Christy Brinkley yes. in the 80s, Kathy Ireland and Carol all yes. 90s, Tyra Banks, Cindy Crawford, yes. 2000s, Marissa Miller, Heidi Klum. Yes. These are all names of just right, famous right. pretty ladies, right? 
Then I mean, pretty ladies. That's a fact. I know you do, Demarcus. <laughs> um, and I mean, like you know, I'm not saying they don't have anything else going on. I'm sure these ladies had all kinds of other things going on, but that's what mm. they were known for: being right, extremely right. pretty. That's what they were known hmm. for. And like during all those times in all those decades that I just uh, named off there, there weren't any pretty dudes that you knew. Nope. You know? It it wasn't like anybody was clamoring over some household dude models at that time, you know? (laughs) I mean, name me a dude model from the 80s, right? Like, Hmm. the only one that I can think (laughs) of, and this was basically for, like, the last 30 years, was Fabio. That's pretty much it. So true. Fabio. It's funny funny you say that, because that's the first person that came came to mind. (laughs) That's the only dude that actually broke through that mold that was just a pretty dude that was like, hey... I'm a pretty dude. That's a fact. What? And he was really more just of a joke pretty dude. He wasn't even like a serious pretty dude. It was just like, oh, that guy with his hair and stuff. You know how many times, by the way, old ladies have called me Fabio before? So true. <laughs> because Just because I have long hair and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, hey. lady, but I'm much closer to a hobo than I am Fabio. It's not... That's a fact. Not real hey, close. I've, I've been there with the old ladies hit on you, Ben. Like that it's, happens. It's a- <laughs> that is my demographic. You know it oh, is, yeah. Demarcus. The <laughs> over the short black ladies, like they, yes. they love Doc G. Yeah, so true. <laughs> the over fifty-five black women love Doc G. And you know what? I love them back. That's right. I oh, love them you back. Go. You can put it down. <laughs> put it down right now. In writing. Anyways, sorry, I got off track. Pretty dudes. Let me get back. There aren't any pretty dude (laughs) models in those uh, decades, right? Right. And then now we're in the social media thing, you know? And with social media, you started getting these, like, homemade models, you know? Mm. Having, Having these ladies that were acting like Heidi Klum, except they were just taking their own pictures. You know, mm. there's right, no, right. there's no Victoria's Secret was showing up to take their pictures. They just, they just took them, and it didn't matter because millions of people started following them. You know, I mean, yeah. like those Demi Rose characters and Jen Selter. Those are names I've mm. heard before. They're, they're popular. Just, just taking pictures. That's it. They're just mm. known for being attractive on Instagram. But I've noticed. Something interesting has happened in this newest generation. What's this that? this generation Z. There's mm-hmm. dudes that are social media models. Word. Like mm. they don't do anything except take pictures of themselves with different fake candid shots and facial expressions and occasionally doing a video of them limp singing some kind of music while pouting their lips. That's all they do. <laughs> That's all they do. They're not acting. They're not singers. They're not musicians. They're not athletes. They're not authors. They're not professional dancers. They're not comedi- uh, comedians. They're just... Right, right. They're just dude pretty. That's a fact. That's it. <laughs> he said dude pretty. Dude pretty. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and like... And, and don't get me wrong, Demarcus. I know right. you and the listeners are probably thinking, ah, 
Ben's gone on his hating again. <laughs> he's, he's hating again. No, gang, I'm not hating. I'm just amazed. Right, right. Like I'm amazed <laughs> that this is a thing. Like, I, uh, if you would have, if you would have told me, like, take social media out of it, right? Right. If right. you would have told me back in high school, like you took some pictures of me with one of those old school disposable Kodak cameras, right? And you got them developed, and you right. said, "Hey, Ben." Uh, do you think anyone in the world wants to see these pictures? Hmm. I would say no. I would be like, no, there are zero people that want to see these pictures <laughs> of me. Right? Like, right, right, right. And I still say that now with, with social <laughs> media, but that's because I'm an old, frightening curmudgeon of a man. But, like, <laughs> these dudes were confident enough to be like, yeah, there's going to be some people that totally want to just see me looking dude pretty. Like, that's it. They're contributing nothing to society except their dude prettiness. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And so, and so we have this gender equality now where, mm. where we live in a world that, that both ladies and dudes can be social media models. Mm. We live in a world now where dudes can just be ogled for their good looks. And that's it. Hmm. And 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 Demarcus, I I we got we got to face facts. I don't want to say right. that you're never gonna be labeled dude pretty on social media, but I'm gonna right. say right. I'm never gonna be labeled as dude pretty on social media. <laughs> That's not going to be me. I'm not gonna cut you out just yet, but I'm definitely hey. cutting myself out. So I definitely take myself out that boat. <laughs> okay, 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 good. We're never going to be dude pretty, but I can tell you something right. for a fact about you on social media. You oh, yeah. will always be labeled uh, strong in your deadlift. Wait, what? That will hey. always happen. That is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Now, other than that, on social media, I don't think I will right. be labeled anything. Oh. I don't know. Maybe... Um, uh, semi-respectable fast eater of broccoli. Huh? Maybe that could be it. This I don't man know. can destroy some broccoli. I've done it. I've done it in uh, 21 minutes. 21, 21 minutes. minutes. Uh, 1.1 pounds. It happened, folks. That's, Look it up. That's it impressive. Happened. Nope. It's, it, let me tell you. Some. You want to talk about stomach problems? I those bet you that was the best toilet time you ever had. Th those those dumplings haven't seen anything compared <laughs> to that broccoli. Let me tell you. Ew. Anyways, on that note, do you want to fire this show up, Demarcus? Hmm. Dot, let's fire this show up. Five. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Oh, man, Demarcus, we have a great talk. Talk about the young dudes. Wait, what? We got a couple dudes that are, that are, that are dude pretty, but... These dudes are artists here. So These true. guys are musicians right. here. We have got we have got Lucas Beckett and Tone Bone of Younger Hunger. Now his, his name's actually Tony, but I went ahead and elaborated with Tone Bone because I like calling anybody that's named Tony Tone Bone. It's just it's just fun <laughs> to do. But I'm. I'm excited about these guys are a great time. That's a fact. They're fun. They all live together in the same house, the Younger Hunger House. Mm -hmm. They just they make good tunes. They do the social medias, and as I told you last week, Demarcus, right. they like sixty four. Nice. They like Nintendo sixty four. Hey. So it's all good. It's all good. Yes! Uh, and I I have found mm -hmm. that they don't have a uh, permanent drummer. Wait, what? 
So when they come through Florida, mm-hmm. I'm going to volunteer my services for free. Hey. I'm just going to... You heard it first. I'm going to step up there. And you know what? They'll be like, hey, here's three dudes with some dude prettiness <laughs> and then an ugly hobo on drums. There we go. That's going to be it. Uh, but before we talk to them, Demarcus, right. we need to uh, we need to start where we start. Birthday suit. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Okay. Um, pretty confident. This is this is uh, in the realm of history, but I'm pretty confident on this one. So I'm going to give eighty percent because it's a well-known name in history. All right. Um, but I I won't I won't fault you too much if you don't know it. But I think you'll know. It. Anyways. Okay. Born in Scotland, Scotland, March 3rd, 1847. Our birthday suit wearer was given no middle name at birth, and he always wanted one. On his 11th birthday, he convinced his father to give him a middle name for his birthday present. What? And his father gave him Graham as his middle name. What a lame present, by the way. That is <laughs> right. I'd be like, uh, really? I got a name? That's it? Weren't right. you supposed to give me one of these when I was born? So true. Thank you. All right. Great. Could have taken a cake instead, but I guess. <laughs> um, from a young age, our birthday show, uh, birthday suit wear showed a tremendous amount of intellect. Not always doing great in school, but a very high amount of ingenuity. Our birthday suit wearer became fascinated with speech and sound. At the age of 23, our birthday suit wearer moved to Ontario, Canada. Birthday suit wearer was still fascinated with speech and uh, language, and he learned the Mohawk Indian language when he moved to Canada and translated their entire language for his work. And they made him an honorary chief because of that work. Honorary chief of the Mohawks. In 1872, our birthday suit wearer became a professor of vocal physiology and elocution uh, at uh, Boston University of Oratory. In 1874, (laughs) our birthday suit wearer started work on what he called a harmonic telegraph. In 1876, he had created a telephone Hmm. and had a conversation with someone that was roughly two and a half miles from where he was. He created a telephone company in 1877, and by 1886, more than 150,000 people had his invention of a telephone. Wow. Our birthday suit wearer died of complications with diabetes and anemia in 1922 at the age of 75. Name that birthday suit wearer. Hmm. They got to be the bail man. Um, yes. Alex. Yes. Ale- yes. Yeah, Alexander. There it is. Yeah. Alexander Graham Bell. Nicely yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Made the Alexander Graham Bell Telephone Company, the mm. Bell Telephone Company. There, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty wild dude. Pretty wild dude. You know, I didn't know about the whole Mohawks, uh, uh, Mohawk uh, translation. There, that's yeah, wild. That's pretty dope. And 
And, and then apparently he wasn't so good back in the day uh, in school. But uh, mm-hmm. somehow he ended up being a professor just because he was so awesome at uh, language and things to do with uh, with hearing. So they were like, who cares if he didn't do great in school? <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. He knows everything there is about an ear. Let's <laughs> fire this up, man. Right. It's wild. He lived to be 75. Uh, Also, there was a weird... Yeah, not too... I mean, especially since they had diabetes, you know? Well, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. And apparently some form of anemia, too. So, But then again, I mean, back in the 1800s, it was pretty amazing if you didn't have at least one chronic disease. Like, you know, pretty, pretty wild if you could make it through there. Nonetheless... Uh, happy birthday to the telephone maker right there. Shout out, telephone Mr. Telephone Man. man. There it out. is. There it is. All right. DeMarcus, are you ready? I'm ready, Doc. Fire up some rips from the headlines. Rip them. Let's rip them. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, this first story... Uh, I, I would say big news. It's not really big news out of the University of Michigan, but it was interesting to me. So uh, on the University of Michigan campus there in Ann Arbor, their library last week closed for two days, DeMarcus. Hmm. Well, they closed down for spiders. Ew. Spiders. Oh, oh, I can't stand spiders. Yeah. Yes, I agree, DeMarcus, 100%. Now, originally, they thought that the spiders they had found in the library were brown recluse spiders. Mm, Burned the whole library down. It has to go. It has to go. Which I don't know if you know, but, you know, the recluse, they're one of the most poisonous spiders in America. Very, very poisonous. Now, they shut down the library from Sunday to Monday. Sunday and Monday. And they brought in Anne... Danielson Francois, who's an arachnologist and teaches spider biology. Um, Interesting. A class, a class that I gotta say, no doubt haunts your dreams for decades after you take it. Uh, I yeah. definitely would not want to take spider biology. <laughs> um, but nope. Francois determined that these weren't brown recluses. These were Mediterranean recluses. Oh wow! Now, it's now she fancy. told the, de- yeah, <laughs> she told the Detroit Free Press the brown recluse and the Mediterranean recluse can be distinguished by their genitalia. Wait, what? So, so, so apparently the Mediterranean must have a super impressive spider wiener or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Ew. I don't know what. Yeah, I haven't taken spider biology, so I can't tell you exactly. But um, yeah. But then I love how they say in the article they say that Mediterranean recluses are reported to have less potent venom than the brown recluse, but. That's not actually true. Hmm. So a bunch of people say that, but they have just as poisonous venom as the brown recluse. Then old Francois comes in and says, you're really unlikely to be in any kind of danger Hmm. unless you're in close contact. Like if you're a plumber 
crawling through a crawl space that has a lot of these spiders, yeah, then you could be bitten. That'd be concerning. Wait, what? Yeah. You right. think, Francois? Think so. It would yeah. be very concerning. Right. <laughs> like, also, if I'm a plumber and I go to a job site and they're like, hey, you're going to have to go in this crawl space. Uh, it's filled with spiders. Ew. That'd probably be the day I quit my job as a plumber. I would I have to find them. a new career path for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I this just love to. Like, last thing, uh, Kim Brockhusen, who's the associate director of the University Office of Public Affairs, very long title, yeah. said the staff closed the building Sunday and Monday this uh, week due to a misunderstanding of the situation and out of abundance of caution. Based on what we have known now, the closure is believed to have been a mistake. We apologize for any con inconvenience to the university community. What? Huh? <laughs> what? How many, how many yeah. protests did they get from people that the right. library was closed for two days during a pandemic in a building with a spider infestation. Like <laughs> I'm pretty sure what? there were plenty of Karen's out there with their their signs and all like ready to Like how many people want to get in that building? Like I <laughs> well, I can't go up to the stacks and look for my periodicals I normally do on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> like and I don't care if there's seven spiders running on top of me when that happens. I want in. Like what? <laughs> Give it a couple days, people. You don't, Kim. You don't have to apologize for. <laughs> all right, don't apologize. You don't have to apologize for that. Yeah, Ridiculous. Those spiders definitely took over, man. They're, well, I mean, so they they only captured four of them, but four of them, two of them were were youths. They one, were they were one is too yeah many. they were immature. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they and they showed a video of them. They were creepy, man. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, Demarcus. McDonald's has been in the news recently because uh -oh. McDonald's they've been selling a lot of Happy Meals mm. in the last week or so. Uh, you know why? Mm, why's that? They have Pokemon anniversary cards in them. Oh, snap. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so they have 25 collectible cards hmm. you can potentially get with your Happy Meal. Interesting. Uh, you get four cards Per Happy Meal. In fact, our bro Matt Stoney, that was on the show two years ago, he uh, ate 21 Happy Meals to get all 25 cards on his YouTube channel. Oh wow! Um, it's very impressive. That I is. I definitely say I could not eat 25 Happy Meal or 21 Happy Meals would not happen. Um, yeah. Anyways, Pokemon <laughs> fans, they've been flocking to McDonald's to score some sweet Pokemon cards. Mm. And that's exactly what two dudes in Woodstock, Georgia did this past week. Mm. They stopped in McDonald's on Highway 92 around 10 p.m. and ordered 10 Happy Meals. Oh, wow. Now, once they got their 10 Happy Meals, they just took out the Pokemon cards and as the news story says it, they left the food on the floor before leaving. What? Then the employees ran after him in the parking lot to be like, hey, don't just leave all that on the floor, put it away. At which one of the men pointed 
a shotgun on the employees and they left. Oh, wow. And then, perhaps my favorite part of the story, DeMarcus, the police described the men as, quote, in their late teens or early 20s, both males are Pokemon fans. <laughs> That's a fact. Yes. Yes, I would agree. They definitely seem to be Pokemon fans. Right. I think that's fair. But I do have a couple of questions, Marcus. Why why couldn't these fellas just go into the McDonald's and if they knew they were going to eat the Happy Meals, why couldn't they just been like, "Hey, we'd like to pay for 10 Happy Meals, but we just want the <laughs> cards." Right. Like can they not do that? Can they yeah. I mean, and then yeah. If the folks said Some no. Some man pulled a gun out on them? Yeah, shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. A shotgun. Now, That's a fact. Then, if the folks said no at McDonald's, did you really have to throw the food on the ground? Like, are you a pack of starving raccoons? <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? It's really Just, not that serious. No. Like, were you that? Did you have to get to the cards that fast? You're like, oh, where is it? Throw it on the ground. Go. Like. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Very weird. Yeah, that's right? wild, man. That's wild. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very strange. Um, well, they're still looking for those dudes. So if uh, if anybody that's listening in Georgia knows two uh, males that are in their late teens to early 20s that are uh, Pokemon fans, it could be them. So you might want to turn <laughs> in your fan- friends. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Demarcus, I don't, I, I don't think I need to ask because I think everybody's uh, had one of these at some point in time. But mm-hmm. have you ever received a traffic ticket of any form in your driving history? Hmm. Um, you know, knock on wood, I've never received wow. a traffic wow. ticket unless if no. you include if you include parking tickets. Yeah, I just got one yesterday. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, that does include into traffic ticket, but I, I'm guessing yeah. you've never went into court for a traffic ticket. You just paid oh, the no. fine, right? Yeah, yeah, never had to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, now, I I think I'm, I'm so old, I don't know if I can remember now, but I think my mom made me go to court one time. Like, my first ticket, she was like, hey, loser, you're going to court. You have to deal with this because that's what you do as an adult, you loser, <laughs> right? And, like, I had to go in front of the judge and be like, hey, so, yeah, I did that. My bad. And then they make you and then they make you go to a driving certification class, right? And there's always some 60-year-old dude in the driving certification class that's just taking it because he lives next to the building and he needs something yeah. to do. And you're like, oh, Jesus. And every <laughs> single thing the teacher says, the old dude's like, I got a story about that. And you're like, holy Christ, why is this guy here? That's a fact. Anyways, Torture. I got sidetracked. The reason I brought this up to Marcus, is this next story is about traffic court. So, the pandemic hit, most courts turn virtual. Am I right? Most courts, you gotta go on online, which is actually pretty cool, because it means you don't actually have to go in. That's nice. Um, But, this 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 has brought up a lot of funny moments. I'm sure you remember the, uh, the viral video of the cat lawyer just a couple of weeks ago. Where he had to uh, tell yeah. everybody he wasn't a cat. Um, which I gotta be honest. 
the the sad eyes of the cat just made me laugh in that video. It was just <laughs> it was just how sad he looked as a cat that he was a cat and he couldn't turn himself <laughs> off that made me laugh. Anyways, we got a new person to add to that list, Marcus, in Sacramento, oh, yeah. California. Scott Green had to appear in traffic court last Thursday. When the judge, Gary Link, started the Zoom, Scott Green was there. Scott Green is a plastic surgeon, and he showed up in the operating room with scrubs in the middle of a surgery. Jeez. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent true. It happened. And not only did it happen, you can go watch it because Sacramento streams because it's a public court. They stream all of their virtual courts on YouTube. So you can watch the video. The, the court clerk goes, hello, Mr. Green. Are you available for trial? Uh... It kind of looks like you're in an operating room. That's a fact. And Green says, yes, I'm in an operating room, and I'm available for trial, so go right ahead. Word. What? Then the judge judge says, "Uh, so unless I'm mistaken, I'm seeing a defendant that's in the middle of an operating room appearing to be actively engaged in providing services to a patient. Is that correct, Dr. Green? Isn't that unethical? (laughs) He says, yes. And then the judge says, I don't feel comfortable for the welfare of the patient if you're in the process of operating. To which Green says, no, 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 no. Don't worry. I've got another surgeon right here who's doing the surgery with me. So I can stand and allow them to work. It's fine. To which the judge said, no, no. I don't think that's appropriate. We're going to have to find another date. Um, DeMarcus, I can say with 100% assurity that if before my surgery, a surgeon told me, hey, it's going to be a great surgery. We're going to be in and out. I do have a virtual traffic court to attend in the middle of it, but don't worry. I should easily win the case. I clearly came to a full stop at the intersection. That officer can suck it. What? Don't worry. That will be fine. Like, I would cancel my surgery right there. I would be done. No, thank you. God, man, come on. That's a no-go for sure. Dr. Green, get yourself together, man. Um... Now, uh, let's see here, DeMarcus. I'm going to give you the choice for our last story before we go to break here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got three choices. We've got GPA of a student in Baltimore. We've got um, sleeping Twitch user. And mm-hmm. we've got uh, uh, unruly passenger on an airplane. Oh, actually, I've got another one unruly passenger on the airplane and then uh, reckless driver in Miami four so we've got Mm. unruly passenger reckless driver in Miami GPA in Baltimore uh, uh, twitch user sleeping twitch user Hmm. man I feel like you can't go wrong with the Miami story it's between the plane and Miami but I'm going with Miami 
Okay, well, I think we might have time to. I'm going to hit both. So this story is amazing. The Miami one's amazing. So down on Washington Ave in South Beach, uh, mm-hmm. Washington Ave, I have walked down that street so many times. Know it well. A lady was driving a Dodge Charger down Washington Ave and loses control of her car. She drives over the median Jeez. and for like a good hundred yards just drags a palm tree under her Dodge Charger, what? then runs onto the sidewalk and barrels through the front of the front of a store and comes to a stop. Wow. After she shatters the whole side of the of the building, tree still underneath her car, <laughs> ruined median, right? She almost murdered a lady on the side of the street. And yeah. and this dude recorded it all. He got it all on his phone, right? Yeah. After the debris settles, and this guy this guy's narrating it the whole time, by the way. The video <laughs> sort of went viral. He's narrating I bet you it's it. Fun. This this lady just gets out of the car. Like nothing happened. Wait, what? She just casually gets out of the car, closes the door all nice and calm, opens the trunk, gets luggage out of the trunk, and just starts walking down the road. Like she did not just destroy this whole side of the 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 block like she just like it looked like the most casual game of grand theft auto ever like she was just like uh, looking for the next car here we'll just keep on walking she walks till another car like which is an uber just stops and she puts her luggage in the car and just drives off what yeah it just drives off and about 10 minutes later, the cops stopped her because everybody at the cr- scene of the crime described her and described the car she drove off in and the license plate. And they just <laughs> pull her over 10 minutes down the road. And of course, they arrested her. <laughs> like, listeners, if you haven't seen this video, it's definitely worth taking a look. It's just, a, <laughs> it's so amazing how she walks out of this car. Like, she walks out of this car like she's going in the grocery store to get cereal yeah. at the store beside her house. Like, oh, crap. Forgot <laughs> to pick it up. Ah, uh, she Like, just, and like, I'm so confused, too. Like, what did she think was going to happen? Like, yeah, seriously. If she walked real casually, everybody would just be like, oh, I guess she didn't do anything wrong. She looks like, <laughs> she looks like this is normal, like she was supposed to run into this building. I guess... I guess it's fine. And like, what are the cops gonna do? Like, oh well. Right. We could we could find out who owns this car, but you know what? Nah, just clean the. <laughs> let's get out of here. Like, what's gonna? Ha- of course you're gonna get arrested. Like, what are you doing? This is, and now you. Well, and now you're getting arrested for extra things though, because now you're getting ar- arrested for evading police too. You know, leaving the oh, scene yeah, of a of crime. Course. Like. Come on, lady. It's crazy. <laughs> Listeners, watch that video. It's hilarious. Anyways, we are going to take a break. We will be right back after this song from Younger Hunger. This is Pray For You right here on the Doc G Show.
back here on the Doc A G A Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Listeners, if you haven't started listening to us on the podcast form, you need to do so. If you're one of the regular FM listeners or you're listening from the Spinnaker website, you need to do yourself a favor and make us feel good about yourself. Huh? Or ourselves, not yourself. You're not making yourself feel better. Nope. You're making yourself feel better by listening to us, which is a fantastic treat in itself. Am I right, Demarcus? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So what you need to do is go on anyone of your podcast platforms. I'm talking Anchor. I'm talking Podbean. I'm talking Spreaker. I'm talking uh, uh, SoundCloud. I'm talking Apple. I'm talking all of them. So true. And subscribe to our show. That's a fact. Subscribe to the Doc G Show. You will do it now. Don't wait. Do it now. Automatically get the show. You don't even have to do anything. You, you, it just shows up to your phone, and you're like, you know what? I'm bored. Boom. What are you waiting for? Show. It's great. Just click the button. Just it's great. click the button. Go what for it. What are they waiting for, Doc? Go for it, man. Well, uh, uh, DeMarcus, we need to shout out some of our regular listeners here, some of our newcoming listeners here. Um, first off, I don't know. Did you see? Did you see Shannon? In that post that I made about the shoutouts. Hmm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get to see it. Yeah, was it she, her? What? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I love. I love. <laughs> it was so great because I made a post about it. And I was like, I was like, I, I did a whole clip of us talking about how we thought it was Shannon in Belgrade, Montana, and then right. she comments on the post. She's like, Oh no, Doc. I've, I think I can honestly say I've never listened to your show except for the clips on Instagram. And I was like, what? Come on, man. At least humor me. At least be like, oh, I listened to one show, but it wasn't this one. That wasn't this last week. Like, you could at least tell me that. But she's like, no, I don't listen to it ever, loser. Like, man. Oh, could have to blow, Shannon. But she did. At least she left a window open for future listens. She was yeah, like, "Oh, yeah. I need. I, we need to find out who this was listening, so we can start having right. Doc G listening parties." And I was like, "Yes, oh, yeah. yes, oh, Shannon, yeah. that's the spirit." So, <laughs> wasn't her, but maybe someday we can convince oh, her man. to listen to the show. You know. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's give out some shout-outs to some listeners here. This week we had a super strong listen, uh, a number of listens from Boulder. Boulder, Colorado. Shout out. Yeah. Oh, snap. Shout out, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Not not my cup of tea as far as the uh, the weather, but uh, I like a lot of people mm. from Colorado. Some nice folks. A lot folks. of great restaurants. Now, a, lot of, like, a lot of nice restaurants, too. That's that's oh, true. Yeah. That's true, but I, I am First not... First time a... ever having a buffalo burger out there. Oh, man. You know, f- true fact... There was a uh, there was a Buffalo restaurant right beside my high school. In fact, it was the only restaurant beside my high school. They sold oh, wow. buffalo meat. That's what they did. They had buffalo burgers. They had buffalo burritos. They had they had nice. it all, man. Yeah, Jason Palita, Damn, shout out. So good. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Jason Palita, shout out, man. Shout he was out. in my uh, he was 
the class above me, but his parents owned the restaurant and they owned the buffalo farm where the buffaloes came nice. from. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, I got sidetracked. Boulder, shout out to you guys. <laughs> shout um, out, Boulder. Next on the list, Yonkers. Yonkers, New York. Yonkers, New yeah. York. Yeah. Yeah. Getting up there in the in the dense in the dense city. I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. I've been I'm pretty sure I've been to Yonkers. I mean, you know, I've been all over the five mm-hmm. boroughs. I'm pretty sure I went I went through Yonkers at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean it's on the other side of the Hudson. Ah, right. I can't well, remember what I would a- what I would have done up in Yonkers, but I had to do something up there at some point in time. Had to you happen. probably slapped some dot G stickers on probably. the bus, on the bridge or something. Probably. Let's yeah. be honest. Let's be honest. Don't, don't, that's, don't. That, that's where that Shh. listener come from. Shh. Don't. They saw the sticker. They were like, "Let me check out this show." Demarcus, don't let them know that I'm putting the stickers. The cops are gonna hunt me down for the oh, stickers. Oh, I wasn't putting oh, them out yeah, there, guys. Right. Nope. That's just the rabid fans, everybody. <laughs> the rabid fans were doing it. <laughs> Anyways, that's right. Anyways, that's right. next on the shout out. Thank you, Yonkers, for listening. Shout out to Wartburg. <laughs> Yes, Shout I said out. Wartburg, Tennessee. Wartburg. Shout out. I'm going to be honest, DeMarcus. Not a lot of folks in Wartburg. Nope. 900, I was about to say. I never heard of it. 918. 918. Wow. Not, not a big city. Not a big city, Wartburg. Uh, whoever's listening in Wartburg, get the rest of Wartburg to listen. Yes! We want all 918 oh, yeah. listening, man. You can spread For the word sure. pretty sure. fast. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> next on the list, shout out to Mobile, Alabama. Shout Mobile. out Mobile. Yeah. What's going on, Alabama? Big shout out. On the like 25 miles of coastline that Alabama has. You forget. At least I do. I forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They do have some yeah. coast. Just barely. That's true. But they got a little tail sticking out there in the Gulf. Just a little. That is true. And Mobile's right there, man. Mobile's right there. <laughs> Uh, now this is a interesting Wauseon, Ohio. Wauseon. Oh wow. Yeah, I think Big I'm saying out. that Wauseon, Wauseon, something like that. I got. I got to be honest. I've never been to Wauseon, so I can't. Nope. I don't know if I'm saying it. Huh saying it correct but uh they're they're pretty big time compared to wartburg they've got like eight thousand right, people right. in wauseon so hmm. you know they're pretty close big to shout to, out toledo and pretty close to detroit they're only like 80 miles from detroit so you know okay wouldn't mind going to big d town you know they've got some yeah, good talk yeah. about good food they got some good food Home, that is true. Home of Joe Lewis. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, Brown Bomber. Home of the Brown Bomber. Um, right, right. Next on the list, Richardson, Texas. Richardson, Texas. Big shout out, Texas. That is basically Brain Dallas. It's bas- basically Dallas. So, you know. But we've had Dallas listeners for a long time. But Richardson was unique. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give him a shout out. Right. Richardson, you know. Now, this one also, we've had people all around, but we had a whole bunch of listens to it uh, from them this week, so I thought I'd give them a shout-out. Sarasota. Shout our, out. Uh, our Florida folks on Sarasota. the West Coast there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. shout-out. Definitely nice down there in Sarasota. So um, true. Okay. Thank you for all the listens, folks. Uh, tell all your friends and all the weirdest places across the country to listen. It always makes me happy to look up your hometowns and be like, what? Where? Oh, man, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. 
right? Yes! Who knows? I may find another town that has a random buffalo store just like my beloved hometown. Who knows? It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> you never know. You uh, never know. Okay, we got one story before our second birthday, Sue Ware. Well, I'm going to throw out two to you. We're going to do two real quick. So, uh, DeMarcus, interesting one out of academia land here in Baltimore. So, there's a kid in Baltimore City High School who's in his senior year of high school, finishing up the year with a, with a high school GPA that puts him in the top half of his class. Hmm. But the school has recently told him that he needs to go back to ninth grade. He needs to repeat all grades of high school. And no way. It sounds pretty crazy. I know. I know it does sound pretty well. uh, But it's not too crazy when you actually look at his GPA, because even though he's ranked in the top half of his class he's only right. passed three classes since ninth grade what his gpa is a point one three <laughs> wow his yo his gpa isn't even a good batting average <laughs> like yo. a point one three it's funny but it's not funny at the same time that means there's so <laughs> many me. there's so many students doing poorly at Baltimore City High School that you could average you could sum up 30 of their GPAs together and they still wouldn't have a 4.0. Nope. You could have 30 that is insane. 30 students and they still wouldn't get a 4.0. So Apparently, this kid has been going through classes just failing them, and then the teacher's just not really doing anything about it. Like, yeah. Like, he failed algebra and Spanish, and instead of saying, hey, you failed algebra and Spanish, they just enrolled him in algebra 2 and Spanish 2. Hmm. Like, that is insane, man. I mean, what are y'all doing in Baltimore? I mean, call me, get it together. call me crazy, DeMarcus, but I don't think the odds are very good that he's going to be able to pass Algebra 2 and Spanish 2 if he didn't pass the first ones. It's just... Nope. I don't know. I don't see it happening, Doc. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I mean, don't you... you like, I, I know as a kid, you don't really ask as many questions. Like, you, you, don't, you don't really think about it on a deep level, but don't you think... That somewhere along the line, this this dude would have been like, man, I always see these people in movies and TV shows failing and getting so worried that they're going to have to, like, retake the class. What are they worried about? You just move on to the next subject and eventually graduate. It's great. Like, don't you think yeah. he would have thought something was weird about that at some <laughs> point in time? Like, somebody going to address this? But then again, I don't think you'd probably address it if it's true like the article says that this dude was late or absent 272 days in the last three years which wow which literally means that this dude was late or absent for half of the days of school in the last three years half right how did the teachers even recognize this dude well enough to fail him? 
And be like, are you Seriously. in you in this class? You are? Man, where have you came from? I had no okay, I guess. Alright, well you fail. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring down your point one three. Whoops, that's bad. Man. That is so wild. Come on, Baltimore City High Schools. Come on, guys. Something's yeah, got y'all gotta get it, get it together. ASAP. Something's got to work out there, man. Something's got to work out. I lied. We're just gonna do one story. We're oh, now we're gonna on. go on to uh, we're gonna go on to birthday suit here to Marcus. Uh, okay. So this one I'm I'm very confident on. This one 95. percent Ninety five. Oh, I'm uh, ready. Born March third, nineteen sixty two, in Wrightsville, Georgia. Birthday suit wear had six brothers and sisters. He struggled in school. He did not do that well academically when he first started school. He was overweight and he had a stutter. Because of these issues, he got picked on a lot by his classmates. And one day he decided, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to train. I'm going to study. I'm going to be better than everybody. And you know what? He sort of did that. He ended up playing football, basketball, track, and high school. In his senior year in high school, he rushed for 3,167 yards for the football team. In track and field, he won the state, the state meet in shot put, the 220-yard dash, the 110-yard dash, and the 4 by 400 in the state meet. What? Oh, come on. What? He also graduated as valedictorian of his class. Man. Ended up going to the University of Georgia, where at the University of Georgia, his freshman year, he became a national championship uh, champion. He won SEC Player of the Year all three seasons he played for University of Georgia. He was a three-time All-American, and every single year of college, he was in the top three of Heisman voting. The only person to ever do it. And he won the Heisman in 1982. ESPN ranked him as the number two college player of all time. After college, he went to the USFL, and then he ended up going to the Dallas Cowboys in 1985. He ended up playing 15 seasons in the NFL, being a pro bowler twice. In addition to the NFL, he was also on the U.S. Olympic bobsledding team and a mixed martial artist. Name that birthday suit where? Mr. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is correct. Man. Oh, yeah. Now, um... Politics aside, politics aside, because that dude's got some crazy politics. I, oh I'll, yeah, he has some crazy, uh, some crazy views. I'm gonna, to I'm gonna take that out of it. On the football <laughs> field, that dude was a beast. That's a fact, man. Oh yeah, and I gotta be you gotta on- respect him in that area. I gotta be honest. I went back and I looked at that ESPN, the where I said he was ranked number two. Uh, they they put Jim Brown ahead of him on that list. And mm. I got to say, I think they just put Jim Brown ahead of him because, you know, Jim Brown played four sports in college and then became one right. of the best NFL players of all time. But, like, if you look at football, like, Herschel Walker, like, the year before Herschel Walker started playing, they were 6-5. and five. His freshman year, mm. they were 12-0. and 0. 
His sophomore year, they were 10 and 2. His junior year, they were 11 and 1. His freshman year, he had four games over 200 yards. With, yeah, that's crazy. With one of those being 283 yards, he averaged 5.9 yards a carry his freshman year. That's insane. He's still ranked number 17 on the NCAA all-time rushers list. And all 16 people ahead of him played four seasons. He only played three. So true. It's, yeah. It's insane, man. He was That is crazy. Crazy. And he, he had multiple personalities, too. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it still shows today. I, <laughs> I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen his. They have a SEC uh, documentary on him. But, you know, uh, he, he started seeing a psychiatrist uh, after uh, after he uh, uh, quit professional football. And, you know, he, mm. uh, yeah, he had a lot of people going on up there. Um, mm. A lot of different Herschels up there in the head. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, man, dude, and he still, he still claims to do over a thousand sit-ups and a thousand push-ups a day. Crazy. Yeah, I was about to say that's what I remember him for. Like crazy. Doing all the sit ups and push ups. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, he's, uh, let's see, what is Herschel turning? He's uh, turning 59. Herschel turning 59, big man. 5'9. Yeah, still looking in crazy shape for, for 59. I'll tell you that much. The sit ups and yeah. push ups are working on that side. Anyways, happy birthday, Herschel. We will. Big shout out. Shout out. With none other than Younger Hunger, Lucas Beckett, and Tony right here on the Doc G Show. Hey, what's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And it's Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Doc G Show from 803 to 904, the best show on the radio. You dig? This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today we are excited to have Tony Lucas and Beckett of Younger Hunger on the show with us. Fellas, how's it going? It's great. You actually just named us an order that we're sitting in right now, yes. too. So that yeah, great. it worked perfectly the it's way It's almost you did. like you can see us. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had a premonition right before we came on, and I was like, that's that's the way they're setting. I should say it that Amazing. way. Yeah, so whatever you're seeing in your head, no matter how we look, that is true. Well, don't worry. You look amazing in my head right now. Amazing. That's, so, that's just so great to hear. <laughs> well, how's everything going in the uh, Younger Hunger house? It's going pretty good. We're, we just put out Narcissus. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard it, but we're, oh, yeah. we're really excited. Oh, and so we're, we're um, it's kind of like a new stylistic direction yeah. we've been working on. We've been cooking it up for a minute. Nice. Um, and we're, we're really excited about it. And we got kind of just finishing up some other new stuff and getting ready to launch that. So awesome. it's a very exciting time to be in the Younger Hunger house. Very nice. Well, I, I got to say in almost every article, every press release I came across, it said you guys were big into classic N64 
Is there still some N64 going on in the house? <laughs> yes. Okay. Always. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. We play a lot of 007. Yes. Uh, we kill each other, get angry. It's yes. very fun. Goldeneye or uh, like the original Smash. Yeah, yeah. We got um, Mario Kart. <laughs> yes. I mean, you name it, really. It's, it's, we got it all. Those, those are too big. I mean, that, I think that's like, that's the number two answer. The, the two answers is... Is Smash Brothers and 007. Yes! Like that's just about yeah. That's pretty much our life. That's yeah. it right there. I like I like that it's still going. You got to have it there. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, it was yeah. a, you know it was honestly like a consistent. There was like the inspiration of our a lot of our sounds early on were like, I mean, but that that thing just stuck. I don't know. Somebody put it in an article one time. Yeah. Someone was asking us like, where do you get inspiration for your sound? So we said one time I think like. <laughs> And 64, and then just like everyone was like inspired by their Nintendo 64s. <laughs> that's what I that's what I thought, man. I was like, man, these guys either either this carried over or these guys really love Nintendo 64. <laughs> one, one yeah, ride or die, right? It's a little bit of both. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, now, but like we also play like PS5, so you know we don't we don't discriminate. You against you go new too. Okay. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. We got the Switch going. You no. know, we're really about those video games. Well, I I gotta be honest. Like you know, I've I've uh, loved Nintendo since I was a kid, and like every time Nintendo comes out with a new system. I think it's dumb, and they failed. Like they failed. Like as soon as it comes out, I'm like, oh, what were they thinking? Oh come on! And then it turns out to be the most amazing thing ever because that's what happened yeah, with yeah. with N64. I was like, oh, they're still doing cartridges. PlayStation does CDs. They're CDs, so lame. Yeah, I remember that. And then and then when they came out with Wii, I was like, oh, you wave a wand? That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and like every time the Switch, I was like, oh, what? Did, you you carry it around? To, that was stupid. That's not gonna work. <laughs> What is this? And every time I'm like, no, I was wrong. That was dumb. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah. Like, it's so good. But yeah, I, but the Wii U sucks. Yeah, uh, that U was a fail. Was one that sucked. That's yeah. true. That's true. That was a fail. Um, <laughs> well, you you guys, uh, I hear aside from uh, 64, you basically do it all in the music career. You, uh, I mean, obviously you make the music, yes! you make your own videos, yes! you manage your socials. Yes! You design the merch. You design the artwork. Yes! Do you ever see yourself switching that, or do you guys love doing that? Ooh, good question. Well, Beckett Beckett handles our like visual side, so mm -hmm. I'll, maybe I'll we'll let him take turn that to him. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, we do enjoy having a hold on everything, mm -hmm. but there is a time I think when we would definitely like to, um, you know, use the skills of other people. There's yeah. things that. Uh, you know, like, we've spent so much time, like, developing our musical skills and, like, our visual aesthetic skills. Yeah. But, like, the people that are directors that have been doing it their entire lives and have, like, a proper background, like, they can definitely take things further than uh, we might be able to. Mm -hmm. So there are definitely some instances where in the future we would definitely be looking uh, to outsource. Nice. But, yeah, um, but, like, also... Uh, I feel like we're specifically talking about video right now because <laughs> our video is, like... I mean, we're, we're just having fun. Honestly, yeah. we bought, like, a camera at the beginning of quarantine. We're just, we had no idea how to use it. And we are just like, let's just go <laughs> make some, like, weird videos outside our house. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I definitely, like, to add on to what Becca was saying, we're, we're, we're just trying to, like, expand the bubble. But it's great that, like, for us, it's just fun to get the experience of, like, trying it out and 
So maybe we like know a little bit better about what to, uh, I don't know, like what to look for if yeah. we're working with other people. For sure. For sure. Well, I can say I enjoy the videos and I, I think I'm like 95% sure I'm going to buy a Beckett hat. I'm going to do it. I enjoy the colors, man. It's just such a festive hat. Like, I'm like, God, if I put that hat on, I am going to be happy. That's true. It's not. Yeah, you're the party man. It's, it's a statement. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, let, let's take the listeners back to, to sort of starting this whole thing. So, uh, Tony and Lucas, you guys have known each other since middle school. And. Yeah. And I saw, and I, I dug back way back in the files, and uh, I actually saw an article talking about that video game Prowess. You guys were playing Call of Duty back when you first first started what? hanging out. Uh, <laughs> did you guys? When did you guys decide to switch? What was the catalyst of being like, you know what? Instead of these games, let's learn some learn some instruments. That, dude, yeah. that's like I honestly am stunned that you knew that. That was deep. I know <laughs> I think, um, like, did you find, like, our montage videos or something? Like, we did some Call of Duty montage Yeah, videos. we had some pretty sick snipes. Nice. <laughs> nice. We some crazy sniping videos, but... Um, I, like, I remember a lot, sort of middle school, I don't think I really played any instruments, so it wasn't in the back of my head yet, but I, I remember in high school, I started to play bass for my church, mm -hmm. and so I kind of started to learn bass a little bit, and then Tony was kind of starting the band near like, when we were around 17, we were like end of high school. Yeah. And that's when I kind of hopped on and we've just been kind of grinding it out and yeah. I don't know, just doing stuff together since then. We pretty much had like a band before we could play instruments though. That's true. We've had a band before we could play instruments. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> it's just more of a posse then, uh, more of a it gang then. Well, we, yeah. we, we like knew we were like, yeah, we're gonna make some music, but then it was like the whole like, let's figure out how to actually. Yeah, we it. really wanted to be a band, we just didn't know how to. So you had the aesthetic. we were manifested. We manifested it exactly. Nice. Well, so <laughs> the the band that you guys eventually started was Night Air, and that was that was 2014 ish, right? That was a yeah. college career. That was basically you guys going through college, and that was. Uh, uh, Tony and, and Lucas in there with uh, Lauren and Mario. Now, once you guys actually started playing shows, like you started first doing those gigs, was it like you expected? Did you think, like, this is what it's like being in a band? Or were you like, you know what, this isn't as fun as I thought it was? It was rock and roll, man. Yeah. It was, we were just, like, having fun playing garage shows. Yeah, it was fun. It, we would just pretty much take any show we could get offered to us. And there were a lot of a lot of empty dive bar gigs. Yes. And, you know, the whole works and smelly bars and stuff like that. But it was totally fun. Like we, we were we we loved doing it. Nice. Even even the crummy shows. Nice. People not wanting to hear you eating their meal like, why are these guys playing? <laughs> yeah. What are they yeah, doing? People, exactly. people are visibly upset by the fact that there's a band there. Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the town guy is visibly upset that he has to like dial you in. Yeah. I mean I love I love music, but I'm not gonna lie, there have been times that I've walked into a restaurant not knowing that there was gonna be a live band and have turned around because I was like, No. No, no, no. Oh, totally. I'm, I'm oh, totally. Not, I'm, not, I'm not eating with that going on. That's not happening. Sorry, <laughs> fellas. I don't like your music. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but I'm not listening to your music while I eat. That's not happening. Well, especially Sorry. also if, like, we were, like, you know, we were, like, a rock band, and we were just trying to, we weren't, like, trying to have, like, 
I get like Younger Hunger is more of like a like sought out like pop statement, yeah. I guess. Like where we were just like having fun and like turning our amps all the way up. So like if you can imagine like that kind of music also, like when you're yeah. like I, I can't even tell you how many times we got like the cops called on us because we were playing at like people's backyards and stuff and like I mean it was just like it was just a lot of fun and we were just like we would do like two shows a day and stuff. We were just literally like anywhere yeah. anywhere with power we can play. Nice. Now now yeah. Now, was there time uh, between Night Air and Younger Hunger, or was it like straight into Younger Hunger from Night Air? There was, I mean, yeah, there was time. Like, we had, like, Night Air was just more of, like, it just kind of fizzled out because we were not serious about it, really. Mm -hmm. Like, it was more just, like, we were just like, having fun, like yeah. I said. But, like, yeah, we, we were, I mean, Younger Hunger really started from, like, demos I had on my laptop that were, like, more, like, we couldn't possibly play them in that like with two guitars, a yeah. bass, and a kit. So it was just like, so it was sort of like that. And then Lucas and I like have always lived together um, for like a long time. And so it was just like us like working on stuff like kind of passively. And then that just kind of like turned into like, like as that stuff like worked out more and more, it was clear that like this was a different project. So then it, it just sort of happened naturally. It wasn't like a thought out thing. Yeah. So, so it was just more the, sonic difference the different style that you were like you know what this needs to be a separate thing yeah now yeah. we only put out like a few songs we weren't like and we had like no release strategy or management <laughs> or really yeah obviously so younger hunger had tony had lucas um and lauren was in that band uh from night air how does beckett become part of younger hunger beckett where did you where did you come into play all right so i actually sat next to tony in class in one of our classes mm. and uh and it was a uh, some weird music technology class <laughs> uh and we were the only kids in this program who didn't just listen to beethoven every single day we're the only kids <laughs> that enjoy actual like pop music um so we just yeah we just bonded and sat in the back of class and didn't listen to anything nice. uh and it was great and we bonded over that and then we eventually moved in together and uh yeah started making music and then it just kind of naturally led into my induction into younger hunger nice now now you grew up in arizona right that is right now how did you get into music i you know, I honestly can't remember a time where I wasn't uh, wanting to make music. I, uh, yeah, I mean, a guitar hero, maybe. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Um, well, yeah. I just, I always remember, like, like kindergarten, they ask you, like, what you want to be? And I was like, oh, I want to, like, be a rock star. Nice. Um, so <laughs> so my, my definition of that has definitely changed since then and, like, what I want to accomplish with it. But, you know, like, the sentiment is still there 100%. Nice. Now, I, I I gotta be honest, that's a pretty good response when the kindergarten teacher's going around and people are like, fireman, police officer, <laughs> rock star. Oh, okay. Nice. That's reasonable. Let me put you down for that. There you go. Yes. Now, playing live, Tony, you're, you're doing guitar, you're doing vocals, Lucas is bass, Beckett is playing keys. Me being a former drummer, I sort of wondered, are, are drums on a loop? When you guys play live, what what's going on with the backbeat? I mean, it's been so long since that has even happened. That's so true. That it live, yeah. seems like a vague uh, past reality. Yeah, mm. but um, yeah, but we would we we would have drummers come on. Okay, we'd have like yeah, like hired guns, I guess. Gotcha. Come on and drum with us and rehearse with them. I have have we played a show with just 
which no, is the track. I don't we, no, we haven't done it. We still haven't. I mean, we need to figure out um, sort of like we, I, we're, we're still figuring out the logistics of like what it's going to be like when we when things open up again. Um, but we're we're kind of open to whatever. But we've we I don't think we've played a show without a drummer ever. Yeah. Well, you guys, when you come through Florida, when it opens up again. When you come through Florida, you can hire me for drums. Yes. I'll totally take it. Yeah, on. Bro, let's go. Uh, yes. Well, now we already mentioned Beckett. You you do the you do the merchandise. Um, uh, I noticed th- on the group's merchandise there is a shirt that you are labeled as a thirst trap. Hmm. Um, <laughs> is is this is this accusation true? Do you live your life as a perpetual thirst trap? You know, I think I should let uh, Tony or Lucas answer this one. Yeah. <laughs> I may be probably perceived as a thirst trap. Okay. Well. I mean, I'll okay. say this. My mom came over to our house one time. Mm-hmm. Like the first time she met Beckett, Beckett was just in only his underwear. Oh, and, the, and, and, and listen, and this was not like weird for me. It was so normal that I forgot that it was weird that he was just in his underwear. <laughs> yeah. So. so so Beckett, like I've lived with him for about a year and a half now, and he's about... 85% of the time, he's shirtless and pantless. It's nice. just boxed. And it's pretty great because he is gorgeous. So it's sort of like <laughs> looking at like a, like a Michelangelo statue every morning. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. No. Um, yeah, it's like, you know how people buy art for their house because it like makes them happy? Like, yeah. We, we have Beckett. We don't nice. need to. Nice. Yeah. You So I would say for me it's a thirst trap. Nice. You you I'm were prepared. <laughs> Beckett was prepared for the pandemic. Like everybody else once the pandemic hit was like, "You know what? I don't have to wear dress clothes anymore. I don't have to go to work. I'm taking these off." <laughs> Beckett was like, "I'm already here. Don't worry." Beckett I don't- was waiting. He was praying for this to happen. <laughs> you can't you just can't get him in clothes, period. Nice. <laughs> nice. I think that should be a shirt. Beckett you can't get him in clothes, period. And just a picture of him underneath. <laughs> that would be hardcore. Be good stuff right there. Uh, now, I also got to ask one other thing, Beckett. I noticed uh, a tattoo on your finger that says Tony. Did, did that yes. actually happen? <laughs> yeah, no one believes it, but it happened. No, right. Now, what was, I mean, what was like, the inspiration? My, my mom... Yeah, my, you know, I just, I thought it'd be really funny. My mom thinks I'm an absolute, just, she thought it was the worst decision ever. <laughs> um, but you know what? I didn't get it for her. I got it for myself. There and, you go. Uh, whenever Tony's just getting on my nerves, I can just whip out my finger. Nice. And then there it is. Flipping me off as a whole new meeting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But you know, I'd only get it about someone I care about. So there it I'll is. A passionate uh, hate response. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I think one of the things that has definitely increased your like fan base because it's been it's been fast. You know, you guys have been around three or so years, and you guys, I mean, you got several hundred thousand listeners on on Spotify, millions of streams this past year, uh, and you guys, like we said, use social media. You're on, you know, Instagram. You're on TikTok. Was that sort of a, a plan when you when you started the band? Like, hey, we're gonna use we're gonna utilize social media. We're gonna make that part of our band strategy. There's like no plan. <laughs> we, we just kind of like do what we think is fun. Like with TikTok, we we're just waiting for like masters to come for mm. like some music we were working on, and it was taking forever. So we just started like making TikToks, and then we just got like obsessed with it. 
And then, I mean, Instagram's just like fun. It, like, it's just fun to like curate. No, I yeah. mean, it's like an extension of like whatever we're doing visually. Nice. But there, there's no like, no, we don't have like any social media play. There's no like, like we'll post at like two in the morning, which everybody's like, don't do that. You won't get likes. Like, I mean, there, there's no, we don't, I, we're just doing everything for fun. Pretty Good. much. Yeah, well, I got, so I noticed you guys follow, you don't follow anybody on Instagram. And I've got a suggestion. I've mentioned this on the show before, but you wait until you get like a huge amount of followers, like say over a half a million, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and then just out of the blue, follow a random person, just completely <laughs> just, random. And all your fans, yeah, yeah. all your fans will be like, why is Younger Hunger following Katie from Colorado? Yeah, yeah. And, who is Katie? And, yeah, and yeah. everybody will be freaking out about it. And then if you want to, you can even involve Katie in on it too. Like you can DM her and be like, hey, start spreading the word uh, and just like make references of why we're, we're following you. But you don't actually have to tell them. And, you know, you can people will be like, why'd you follow Katie? And you can just be like, oh, I think Katie knows. Wink! And people will be like, what? Great, I love man. that. Great, like mass hysteria. Yes, exactly. I, yeah. I, I recommended it to Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't think she heard it, and I don't think she's done it. But it would be great. <laughs> We're up next. Yes, you are next. You have yeah, a viable option. Exactly. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, talk some, uh, let's talk some music. You guys released Young uh, right before... Uh, the pandemic hit and you know it's pretty ironic because your yeah, video yeah like Nostradamus in this yeah I mean <laughs> you guys are running around you're singing the song megaphones dancing getting yelled at by cops and you know <laughs> a month later those streets and everything would have been empty is it is it weird to go back and watch that video now and be like oh yeah, that's what it was like there's with a, people. Yeah. There's a particular shot of us in like this kind of shopping area, mm -hmm. super super populated shopping area, and there are so many people there. And that scene in particular is kind of surreal. Like, oh, this this wouldn't happen right now. Like, yeah, we almost missed out on this completely. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's super weird. For sure. For what I also heard in that song that you sampled your cat. Is that true? What? Oh no! <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Wait, I don't know where you heard that. But I I got it from the comments of your of your uh, page. You told oh, somebody oh, I that. Have no idea. Although we very well could have told our fans that at some point. <laughs> we, I mean, we, yeah, we make up a lot of shit like we that. We do say stuff like that all. Yeah, you know, you fly yeah. by the seat of your pants. You got to do it. Yeah, uh, we also had like there was a time on social media where we were just like the whole aesthetic was just lies. That was like. <laughs> It's just like lying about like insane things, just just to see like what people would believe. That's great. And that was a fun period. Yeah, yeah. Like we're quitting the band next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would just. I said like with Lil Pumps coming on a feature. I mean, we had all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and people would be like, "Is this real?" You know. Like, can't I can't wait till he comes on. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be an awesome. I put like Alex Turner remix on something, and then like someone made a genius profile, like a page for the Alex, for Alex Turner. Turner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's just to see as much as we can. I mean, we're just having fun, you know? Well, now, there are, though, multiple cats, right? Are there multiple cats in the Younger Hunger house? <laughs> there are multiple cats. Yes. 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 
I like to call <laughs> just by by the way, uh I like to call cats Fuzzatrons. So true. That's uh they're I'm, I'm a huge fan of Fuzzatrons. They're fantastic. People they're so underrated, I feel like. Cats, they just have such personalities. I love those guys. They are good yeah. mascots. Keep them going. Um we can agree more. Dead. We're talking to the right crowd. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, Dead Inside is the most popular single you guys have. It's got uh, seven seven million streams on Spotify alone. Now, like you said, you sort of change you change your sound a lot. You guys get you get creative on almost every single that you put out as far as different sounding vibes. Uh, did you after you saw the you know the popularity? of dead inside did you actively like have to you know steer yourself away from trying to sound like that again because like if i, I think if i saw that much popularity come from a song i'd be like well, yeah, let's try it again let's see if we can make this happen again i feel like i feel like we've tried to rip dead inside off like a bunch but we just never <laughs> put it out i mean we have so many we make more recordings probably like i, I can't even tell you we have like a graveyard of like albums we've made and like i mean just so much music that we don't have don't put out just, but, but like i don't think we could like rip off dead inside and then like put it out because you know then it would just like i feel like every time we get to the point of like taking it seriously we probably just won't we, we won't release it you know yeah because we don't want to do the thing twice at all you know well, what in your mind made Dead Inside so popular? What do you think that it that, that caught people's attention? I think people just like they, they everybody's feeling pretty like doomery, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it picked it really picked up when everyone started like when COVID hit. Yeah, I mean, like it has gotten so much more popular because I think everybody's just like everyone's feeling that existential crisis, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, uh, you you mentioned Narcissus, obviously the most recent release. Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, you released it. It's already got about a hundred thousand streams. Um, are you working on a video for it? We have like we have some visuals coming out for it, but um, I mean we're we're playing. I guess we'll we'll keep the details pretty close to the chest, mm. but we definitely got some like. Uh, we got some video stuff coming for. We have like it's part of an EP that's coming out where nice. we're gonna definitely have some video stuff. Very nice. Well, you, you guys have released uh, eleven singles in the past two years, eleven songs, uh, and obviously the streaming scene huge into the singles. You know, do you see yourself putting out a full record, or are you just not interested in doing that? Yeah, we do. Nice, nice. Do you do you have plans for it coming soon, or are you gonna not? You can't tell that one either. Yeah, we're uh, well, we'll have the EP coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we'll have the EP coming out soon, and then then we'll decide what we're doing. But right now, uh, that will be um, a proper collection of songs to put out. First. Gotcha. So we'll go from there. Gotcha. Well, I've definitely seen it in in the comments section, man. I was cruising those comments. A lot of people. Album question mark. When's the album question mark? They're, they're looking for it, man. They're looking for it. What? Well, we got something coming. Oh. Oh. Well, we're not going to say anything mm. quite yet. Because the second you say something, you know. Yeah, they're going to hold you to it. They're going to get exactly. They're going to get. They're going to get angry and violent about that too. You got to watch <laughs> but out. But I'm just. Let's. We'll say this. 2021 is going to be a 
a good year to be a younger hunger fan i think nice yes. nice i can't wait for the new beckett thirst trap shirts i'm excited Dude, me neither beckett <laughs> thirst start. trap shirts and hats i am excited about those yes we need the dachi buzzatron yes to come out. yes <laughs> Yes, I'm going to make it. You have inspired me. That is no one except for Younger Hunger will buy it. It will be me and Younger Hunger that will purchase the merchandise. But still, it'll be out there. Um, there we go. I'll represent. You guys, obviously, 2020 has been, though, great for you guys as far as streaming. I mean, you know, millions of streams, 92 countries, four song releases. So you said 20, uh, 2021 is going to be good. Uh, can you give us any more details as far as the EP, as far as, uh, you know, upcoming releases? Yeah, it's going to like, you're going to listen to it and it's going to just, it's going to, your head is going to come off of your shoulders. Wow. Lift. Oh, is that what's going to happen? Yeah, you'll turn into sort of like an angel. Wow. Oh, load up into uh, Evanescence. Oh my God, we have verged into that 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 lying phase again. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we go to when we don't have answers. It's fine. <laughs> we, we lie. It's fine. It's it, everybody does it occasionally. It's okay. <laughs> now, have you guys though? Have you? I know a lot of bands that we've had on the show have just basically, you know, said we are going to stop with trying to schedule. Uh, is schedule gigs until we know that we can actually do them for sure. Have you done that? Oh, yeah, we can't do any. We can't schedule. Everything's getting canceled. Yeah. Every time anyone. Yeah. I mean, our agent knows more than we do about this stuff, to be honest. Yeah. We kind of just focus on like what's in front of us, mm -hmm. but we have a great team that knows way more about the details of this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, as far as actually like performing, because you have obviously like a lot of bands done done live streams and done performances. Uh, how have you liked doing those? How was that? I mean, obviously it's not a live performance uh, in the sense of being at a venue, but how did you like it? it I felt like it, it's it's cool. It's different. You could be creative in different kind of ways. Like we could sort of set up the frame and the shot. Mm -hmm. You can't really do that at like a live. Gig. I suppose you could have like a stage set up, but yeah, we can be a little more creative with how we shoot it with stuff like that, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely wouldn't prefer it. It's a very different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think anyone. I'll be obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we played a great show at the Echo right before COVID, and it's just such a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Honestly, compared to. Live. Yeah, comparatively, it, it does sort of suck. We like meeting, <laughs> we love meeting people who listen to our music yeah. on the internet. But we, I mean, we grew up on the internet. Like we, we love, like we were like obsessive. We we're the kind of listeners of music who, you, you, we we want to like hear the album and then go and find out everything about them and go on their website. Yeah, and like, like we were like really into like gorillas as kids, like bands like that that would like there was just like a lot to mystery like, yeah a lot to dig into and yeah kind of like lore and cool videos and like i mean all kinds of stuff so i mean we we love doing the internet stuff too and we've found ways like our discord server and stuff like that to like engage with our fans in, in a way that's similar to how we used to when we were playing live but yeah. it's definitely like a one-to-one -one replacement now, now, Discord, I saw that, and uh, I'm a bit of an old man that's uh, not familiar with this. Discord, though, is is like 
it's basically started for gaming, right? As far as like communication between like gamers. And so you guys sort of, is that communicate? Do you make your own room to just communicate with your own fans? Yeah. So it's basically, we set up like a, a discord server and it's exactly that it's like a big room yeah and you kind of have to have you get like invited into it yeah now you're in the room and in the room there's all these different channels you can talk about different things like oh here's here's the channel where you can talk about the younger hunger videos here's the channel where you talk about the younger hunger music or nice. you know just pretty much everything going on and uh yeah i don't know we've got like a crazy number of people in there now yeah it's, it's for more of like the people who are like like our, our sort of like closest friends to the band i feel like it's like people who want to be like like we'll pop in there and like chat with people one-on-one -on -one. it's not like for like random people to just stumble upon i think you have to like look for it yeah if you're into our band yeah yeah which is special I guess. but it's cool it's way more direct than like a twitter or instagram or anything like that it's like you're kind of literally directly talking to this like one specific person or like all the people in the chat room it's yeah, we can Super do cool. like we can do like voice chats on there and like schedule times where like we can do like literally one on one conversations with people. So it's it's really like a special. Place yeah, we just did a, a Q and A on there, right? Where we had everyone in the chat room and they they sit they submitted us a bunch of questions and we just kind of went down the list and they were all listening to us talk about it, talk the answers in through Discord. Yeah. So, it's just a cool way for the super fans to kind of directly get in contact with us. It definitely seems like you've got some of those super fans. I mean, you definitely got some uh, some folks that are dedicated to to younger hunger. Uh, yeah, we got definitely. For what, what was the weirdest question you got in that Q and A? What was one oh, that you were like, that's "What?" A good weird ones about our cats. I mean, specific questions about like, <laughs> well, something about Tino. Oh yeah, like which which cat do you like better? Yeah, which one do you like more? Which I think is just a weird question because it's like, how are you going to make me choose? My you can't answer style? that. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you take the cats out of the room. Don't let them hear this. Yeah, and don't let them hear this. Look, everyone secretly has a favorite, but you don't answer. No, it's just, yeah. like, it's just like kids. Obviously, you can't answer. Exactly. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> come on, just come on, super fan. Jeez. No respect, man. <laughs> God, it's sad. Well, that does see. I, I do. I was. I was curious about the Discord because I saw it, and I. I, I that's what I was thinking. Because I, I, you know, like an old man, I just researched it and was like, "Hmm, yeah. a server. I see." You yeah, know, it, I, I definitely think you need more of that with those because your fans they they want more. They want they yeah. want that experience, and obviously, when you can't give it to them live, that's the best way to do it. So yeah, it's it's perfect, and the thing once it's the server once it's big enough, it sort of runs itself. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the fans will sort of help with the upkeep, and uh, it's sort of just a spot to chill out for people who are like minded, I suppose. Yeah. Now, do you like to just do some pop ins every now and then, and like not announce? Oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Beckett pops in. Oh, a lot of pop ins. Probably a lot more of lurking, but uh, but we're in there. I'm in <laughs> yeah. there all the time. Oh man, Beckett's hopping in, being a thirst trap. On, he's a thirst on trap. Discord. He's a lurking thirst trap. Oh man, that is so good. I'm gonna go on Discord just so I can wait for Beckett to come on and be a thirst trap. <laughs> oh, it'll be worth it. Yes, yes. Well, Tony Beckett, Lucas, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. We are up against a break, but it has been great talking to you guys today it's been awesome thank you so much for having us yeah yeah i gotta say doc this was uh probably probably the most entertaining interview we've ever done yeah, yes great time. 
He's yes. out there. He's that's, out there for sure. That's what I strive for, guys. Well, listeners, you can check out all things Younger Hunger at youngerhunger.net. You can check out that Discord right there. Or you can find him on Apple Music, Spotify, or YouTube. Or you can follow him on Instagram at Younger Hunger right now. Let's take a listen to their most recent single, Narcissist, right here on the Doc G Show. The Doc A G A Show. You just heard Younger Hunger with Narcissist right here on the Doc A G A Show. There you go, Demarcus. Tony, Beckett, Lucas. Hey. There it is. There it is. Those guys are all right. What do you think? Anytime you guys want to play some Nintendo 64, hit mm. your boy up. You know what I'm mm. saying? Mm. I'm down for some Mario Kart. I'll do some Nintendo 64. You know me. I'll, I'll jump on 64. I'll jump on Super mm. Nintendo. I'll jump on regular NES. I'll jump on I'll jump on GameCube. I'll get in that weird Dang, world. Hey, I'll jump I'll, know. I'll jump into to Wii. I'll jump into hey. to uh Switch. Now I won't jump we we, we brought that up on the uh on the interview, you know, the Wii U. So true. That's just weird. Mm. You can't do that one. That it was is. It is. they I sort of failed on that one. That yeah, well they yeah. were in the middle. Cause like that that was what I said. That's what I told them. I was like, Nintendo nailed all like every single one of their uh, systems that came out after Super Nintendo, me and my brother would be like, ah, I don't know, this is going to be weird. They're, they're thinking of some kind of weird oh, yeah. system. I don't know if that's going to work. And then it always came out oh, yeah. and was a banger, you know? Like, yeah. like Nintendo 64. I was like, ah, oh, what are you doing, man? PlayStation already yeah. has, has CDs. You're still going with cartridges. It's lame. It's not going to work. <laughs> and then it was awesome. And yeah. then Golden Bond rocked oh, yeah. the world. And then, and, and then they came out with they came out with GameCube, and I was like, "What is this? It's a little cube, and it's stupid." They got these yeah. teeny discs; this isn't gonna work. And it was awesome. And I was yeah. like, "Man, I was wrong on that one too." Then you go on to to uh, Wii, and I was like, "Oh, what are they? You wave a wand? <laughs> That's gonna be dumb." And then yeah. it was awesome. But then Wii U, yeah, they 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 jumped a little ahead on that one. That one, yeah. not so good. But Switch, yeah. like they they solidified the good ideas of Wii U, and they nailed it on Switch. That was, Ooh. I'm telling you, man. I, every now and then, I pick up the Switch at they night. It, I rock it out every yeah. now and then. Every now and then. 
So <laughs> you 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 heard it here, Younger Hunger. You want to rock out some games? You just let me and Demarcus know. We'll, That's right. We're, oh, yeah. we're down. We're down. Either at the Younger Hunger <laughs> house or here on the Dog G Studio. It can happen either place. It can happen. We can do it. That's right. Uh, Demarcus, you know what time it is. Man, let's talk about some shoes. Woo! Shoe and tail time, baby. Let's go. Woo! Now look around. I'm far away from the microphone. Here we go. Found it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I, I was noticing today, DeMarcus, I'm almost done. I'm almost out. I've, I've almost went really? through the whole collection. Yeah. It's, I mean, oh, man. It, it's been going for a while. It's been going since, like, <laughs> May that we've been doing it. Something like that. I don't even know what number we're at. I stopped doing numbers at, like, 30. I forgot. <laughs> uh, but we have... A lot of kicks. I've uh, got a lot of kicks. Got a lot of kicks. But you know what? I could always use more. <laughs> so true. Always, always take more. Today, oh, yeah. I've got a beautiful version of the 12s, DeMarcus, of the Jordan mm. 12s. I've got the blue and blacks here. Mm. Just, recent, just recently came out, 2019. Got the mm-hmm. got the black on the back, got the blue on the front. Looking sweet, mm-hmm. man. I like the twelves. They're just so they're just so classy, you know? They're just so understated. Like they're they're not they're not as showy as the elevens because they don't have the patent leather. Nope. But they're just right. But they're still they're just it's like you feel like you almost need to wear a tuxedo with so them. So true. You're just like man, <laughs> gotta gotta class this joint up, you know. And yeah, I was about to say they're pretty classy, man. And I love these because you know they've got on the back they've got they, that was the one that he started with the quality inspired by the greatest player ever. He had no mm. he had no worries calling himself the goat after coming back and winning that fourth one. Uh, because everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, he won't come back and win another one. He's done. He retired. He's lame. He's not going to. Boom. Fourth one. Then a fifth one. Then a sixth yeah. one. Take that. Mm. Mm. Take it to the <laughs> bank, man. Uh, these the are original Brady on the court. These are uh, these are dead stock, of course. Uh, never been worn. Very lovely. Um, mm-hmm. Just love the 12s, man. Love the 12s. They're, they're a good you one. You can't go wrong with the 12s. Shout out shout out yeah. to Manny that used to uh, work at the gym with me. Manny was a big mm-hmm. fan of the cherry red 12s. He was a huge fan. Okay. I got a pair of cherry red 12s, and he was always trying to buy them off of me. Uh, yeah, those cherry red snap, man. That's, uh, that's, one, that's one shoe that actually left my collection. I sold him a pair of laser 15s that I had. Yes! Um, mm. I gave him a good price too. I gave I gave him I gave him a catalog price. Just nice. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. Just, just, just. I mean, I didn't give him any upsell. I could have gave him like two hundred upsell. Didn't because I'm a nice yeah. dude. That's what I did. It's true. Anyways, <laughs> blue. We're not talking about cherries this time. We're talking blue and black twelves right there. Shoe and tell this week. There black. it is. It's nice. Solid. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Okay, uh, Demarcus got one, got one, uh, one uh, birthday suit left here. Pretty confident okay. on this one too. Pretty confident. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling it, Doc. Let's and, let's do this. And this actually, I'm pretty sure this includes you. 
Uh, a story of oh. me and you hanging out right right in Jacksonville. Word. I think I think it does. So uh, well, I'll, I'll see here. Uh, I'll bring in the story after we finish it here. Um, okay. Born on uh, March 3rd, 1998 in St. Louis, Missouri. Her birthday suit wear loved basketball, and from a young age, he played constantly. He was fantastic through high school. His high school year, he averaged 29.6 points a game and 9.1 rebounds a game and was the uh, Gatorade National Player of the Year. Hmm. Coming out of of high school, he was ranked the number three recruit by ESPN. He chose to go to Duke for the 2016-2017 season. In the ACC tournament, he averaged 22.7.5 rebounds and 1.5 steals a game. Duke won the tournament, but in the NCAA tournament, they lost to South Carolina in the second round of the NCAA tournament. And our birthday suit wearer left for the NBA, where he was drafted by the Boston Celtics, number three overall. He has already become a two-time All-Star and a one-time All-NBA player. Name that birthday Ooh. suit where? Yo, happy birthday, Jason. What's going on, Jason Tatum. There it is, man. There it is. Oh, yeah. Turning the big 2-3. Getting the Michael Jordan two, birthday. Three. Yeah, Michael Jordan birthday oh, yeah. in there, man. It is. Big shout out. I do like Jason. Jason. Not it's a cool ass name, man. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty nice way to spell Jason for sure. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, but the re- the reason that I said I think you were involved, uh, mm-hmm. the connection between me and you. I remember when you came down one time to hang. We went to Riverside right. and we got Chinese food, and it was while the tournament was going, and we watched. South Carolina, because that was the run when they made it to the Final mm. Four. You remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah. I and we were. I don't know if it was that game when when they beat Duke. I'm pretty sure it was because I was like, yeah, they're not gonna beat Duke. And it it was on in the Chinese restaurant. Don't remember what the Chinese restaurant name was, but it was pretty <laughs> good. I can recall that. Yeah. But then again, I haven't really ran in too many meals that I didn't like. You know. I was about to say, yeah, it's kind of, you know, I me. Mean, I'm not saying that there aren't any out there, but it, it, it's it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to it's, it's hard, hard to come. It's, it's, hard, it's hard, hard to find a Chinese restaurant that I'm not gonna that I'm not gonna run through. And I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit up some General So's chicken or some Kung Pao right, chicken right. or some sesame oh, yeah. or some sesame chicken or some uh, mm-hmm. ginger steak. Oh man, I will tell you though, as <laughs> you're well aware, me and me and you know. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. old Doctor Chen, man, me and Doctor oh. Chen. When we went out to mm-hmm. when we went out to Seattle, uh, we hit up right. we hit up the the Chinatown there, man. He took me to a China a Chinese restaurant there. Woo, woo. Put shame to all <laughs> of the ones that I'd been to before that. Man, that was good. That was good. I don't know man, what he told. Taste, huh? I don't know what he told him because he he spoke in Chinese, but uh, whatever he told him. It might have been peeing this white guy's food. That could have been it. <laughs> but you know what? Whatever it was, it was tasty, man. Tasty. Nonetheless, thank you, Dr. Oh, Chin. Man. Thank you. 
Um, <laughs> shout out to you, sir. Uh, Big shout out. Uh, shout out. Demarcus, it's time. I got to tell you about the shows coming up. I'm very excited about. Oh yeah. We got we got some reggae. We got some reggae groups coming on. Uh, Solid. The, the next two shows we have got. None other than the High Re and Bumpin' Uglies. Very excited about both of these. Bumpin' Uglies Solid. has been around, man. These guys have been playing for the last decade. They have grew their fan base organically. They got hundreds of thousands of listeners on Spotify. Brandon has been running that ship for 12 years strong, man. Music's just nice. getting better. And then the Irie, these are new guys out of Arizona. I mean, they're not new to music, but the band's fairly new, and they've got some rocking right, tunes, right. man. And not only that, but they got to open for one of my favorites, all-time Doc G uh, guest, Common Kings. They opened for those guys in Arizona just a couple weeks ago. That's fantastic. So nice. we got both of them coming up. I can't wait. I'm working on a couple other great shows. Can't tell you right now. Don't want to jinx them. But we got some good ones coming right. up. But for now, right now, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wrap the show up. Probably because Demarcus needs more uh dumplings Word. is my guess. Oh, That's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you already know, Doc. Demarcus is catching before they close. Even more so than Chinese restaurants, dumplings. Hawaiian dumplings, man. That's what he oh, lives yeah. for. Get out of his way when he's going for the, the dumplings. Get out of his way. Uh, anyways, I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, none other, Demarcus Heller. Peace. Uh, and until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Zip it up.